Welcome to Psychic Sisters. We are two souls on a mission to demystify what it means to be psychic. I'm Gabrielle and this is my soul sister Cass. And if you're ready to understand what being psychic really means, come join us weekly because psychicness isn't out of this world, it's grounded in ourselves. And honestly, we are so sick of the lies, the misconceptions and the misconstrued nature of what they say it is. So come learn the truth with us and let yourself be psychic. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm Gabrielle and I'm here with my girl Cass. What is up everybody? We're pretty pumped because we're going to talk about something that we see pretty much every day in our life. Mm -hmm. um, About stepping out of the spiritual closet, owning who you are as an intuitive, psychic healer and actively being okay with that. Mm, Yeah, I know something that even just when, um, you know, Gabrielle and I decided to kind of do this podcast this was something that I really wanted to talk about from my own personal experience because you know coming out of my spiritual closet and actually really owning the fact that I am a witch and I am a psychic was you know a bit of a hurdle that I had to really come like climb over and we definitely see it within our own clients and stuff too yeah and it did like it did shift a lot in my personal life when I came out and I think it's something when I came out <laughs> yeah anyways you know, you know, like, and it's something I don't think I've actually ever really honestly talked about. So, mm. yeah. yeah, we're excited to kind of dive into this, share from our own personal experiences, and then obviously, you know, give you guys insight from that, but also just help you if you're kind of feeling like maybe you don't feel like you have a safe container around you or you don't have people that you can really talk to about this stuff. You know, that there is obviously, I don't know, I'm a big believer in like, a lot of the time when you start talking about this stuff, you uh, will actually attract a lot of other people or you'll notice or find these people coming to you that actually have these experiences that they can share with you. You're clearly having an insight as we say this. I just had like the biggest download. I've been open all day. I even went to the gym open this morning. It was such a good experience. There was no one else on the level of the gym. That's how quiet it was. So yeah. I was like, um, winning. But... This is actually a soul contract and we see it in everyone who is psychic or mystical or a witch. We see this contract and we've lived through it um, in multiple aspects of our lives and we're finally at a point in history where we get to break this contract if we step forward because Mm -hmm. breaking the contract before meant that we were hung or persecuted or we were belittled for what we believed and now we're finally have the ability to break this contract. And this is why everyone must feel so alone Mm. because (laughs) my guide's kind of like, let me like explain this to how I'm seeing it. So my guide's showing me like everyone in these like little bubbles, Mm -hmm. right? And once you dissolve this contract, you will, you'll manifest in everyone, but this is actually a soul contract. This is literally something you came to this life to either overcome or choose to do again. Yeah, I know, I think I've shared a lot on this podcast just about, you know, healing my own witch wounds, coming out of my out of the closet in that space and just really owning the fact that, like, I'm a witch. And then, obviously, when I started to actually really own that, the amount of past life 
flashbacks and healings I had to do because of all the times that I'd been hung or burnt alive um you know because I obviously was a witch and really owning it in that life and like you said that this is obviously a really safe space like right now within this era that we actually can completely own these gifts but so many of us like if you are in this space then you are carrying some form of wound that is going to make it a little bit more difficult for you to actually stand up and go yeah like I'm intuitive I'm psychic I'm a witch whatever because in the past when you've done that it unfortunately has not ended well and that's why so many people that we talk to are like oh I don't really know if I am or um, you know they're basically just like cock blocking themselves all the time because it's just coming from a space of fear yeah and I think that's the biggest thing around intuition is that most people want most people believe they want to be intuitive mm-hmm. the fact is you don't want to you are and the only reason you're not is because you're like if you're magically making this beautiful mind concept so let's make it like let's call it a shadow you're creating this shadow in your mind that says I'm not intuitive and that shadow is sitting there and has become so real and it's blocking your own intuition because your intuition can't get through this shadow, okay? So once you truly step into, I am psychic, I am intuitive, the shadow removes itself because it's a manifestation, okay? You guys are manifesting, not being intuitive. Mm. So it will dissolve and your intuition will start to wake up and grow and evolve when you choose. And if you can't do that alone, there's a hundred people out there who will help you. Yeah, I mean, I think you said that perfectly. Like it is a choice. I think that's something that, you know, you and I both do within our work is just obviously giving people that space and safety to kind of be like, you know, these intuitive nudges, this guidance, whatever it is, has always been there and will always be there. It's just that those of us who have accepted that and actually actively, I don't know, listen to those cues. Like, that's really the only difference between us and you. That's, I mean, that's how I see it, right? And, yeah. it's, and it's just a constant acceptance. Like, for me, I'm always saying to people, like, we're all intuitive. I just listen to it. Like, I just have trust that when I get a random niggle or, like, you know, my guides are talking to me, they give me, like, visions and signs and stuff. Like, I just trust that more than what someone else does. Yeah. Amen. And... Yeah, so I guess like what we really wanted to talk about today with you guys is obviously just around this fear, not just the soul contract stuff, but I guess just like from our point of view of what it's been like really coming out of the spiritual psychic witch closet. Obviously, I've only come out of the closet in the last like two years. Gabs has been out. No, probably in like the last two years. Yeah, I suppose you were kind of like still in the closet through all your work anyways yeah like my ex knew about it because i would go to psychic development classes Mm. and stuff but i do keep it to myself like my friends knew but not my family and yeah. Anyways, yeah. let's go one by one. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Okay, cool. So, like, for me, I, and I think I've shared it before, you know, I obviously had, I think it was a couple episodes ago, you know, we were talking about um, our haunting experiences, quote-unquote, I know you hate that word, haunting experiences, and obviously the fact that, like, my entire family was basically being visited by what I now realize is, like, you know, either spirits or our spirit guides, um, and none of us ever really spoke about it. And so I never really felt like what I was experiencing was safe. I've also definitely over the last couple of years realized that I <laughs> predicted or I was showing things throughout my childhood that actually ended up coming true. That again, I thought like I was like feeling really crazy because of it. 
um, or that it was just like a coincidence. It was just like a lot of lack of trust. And especially because I came from like a corporate background coming into this space over the last few years, I really didn't feel comfortable and confident to really kind of step into this space like I think I would have liked to. In saying that though, one of the best ways for me to do that was while I was still working at my corporate job as a bank manager, I actually started taking my tarot cards into work and giving my um, my staff readings all the time, which, <laughs> which I loved, A, because it was practice, B, what actually ended up happening is my home lender, which he was a guy, um, a little bit older than me, like he had like teenage kids and stuff. I remember this story. The first time he saw my cards on my desk, he was like, WTF, like what the hell are you doing? He And he was kind of new too, so he's like, what the actual fuck have I walked into? Anyways, he recently messaged me to say that he has actually went off, learned tarot for himself, and actually uses these cards every day. And he's like, you changed my life. Mm -hmm. And for that right then, he probably would have messaged me six months or so ago. And that was like 18 months after, you know, we'd first met. Like that for me was proof that because I was safe, within sharing my truth and owning who I was, I was actually able to influence and change someone's life. Even though at the time he thought I was a bit weird, that had an impact because I felt safe to be like, actually, this is just who I am and I'm gonna share my gifts. And I think that that really, for me, has just cemented the fact that like, it's just really important for us, even if we feel like we can't share it and we might look weird. Cause like I was weird, quote unquote weird to the people around me at the time because I was reading tarot cards and talking about astrology and all the things. I've actually influenced a lot of people's life through my confidence just going like, whatever, this is who I am. Yeah, so that's so beautiful. Mm. Those steps just step out. Yeah, and I think um, the biggest thing is stepping out. So many people don't want to do it because of the fear of losing people. Mm. And I actually want to pretext my story with the fact that I'm really grateful for everything that happened no matter what I lost. Because mm. actually sitting here reflecting on my story, I realized how much I've lost. And that's okay because I've gained 700 times more than I ever would have if I remained the same. And what I really want you to do is ask yourself the question, like just jot this down if you can, we'll put it in the show notes. What happens if you just choose to stay the same in this life? What happens if you don't choose to step out and step up and be the light leader you are? What happens if you don't allow yourself to become who you were meant to embody in this life? Because I can tell you by me embodying who I'm meant to be, um, mm. and we're not even alive yet. Like if you look at human design, <laughs> we don't start living until we're 30. So um, yeah. we're not really um, impacting anything apparently. It's really interesting. So I can only imagine, right? So what you lose means you'll gain seven times more. So I guess I want to start my journey when I was... Let's just start at the car accident. So mm. even once I had the car accident, I saw my grandmother and I was on the side of the road and I was ecstatic. The police was there and he's like, I've never seen anyone. Like, I'm a pretty fucking happy person. But mm. I was, like, jumping up and down. I was like, oh, my God, I live. Like, oh, my goodness. Like, whew, like, holy shit. And this police officer was just like, is someone going to pick you up? 
<laughs> and I was like, yeah, someone's coming. <laughs> um, and we we're just sitting there. And like, I went home and I told everyone, my partner, my parents, my friends, the story, but I left out the part about seeing my grandmother for quite a few mm. years because I didn't want to seem woo-woo. And it's not that my mum wasn't even into intuition. Um, I grew up with a really hippie, lovely Aunt Jackie. Um, bless her. Catherine's mm. going to meet her soon. I'm so excited. so excited. She's actually now starting a salt room, which is amazing on the central coast. If anyone of you are local and want info, let me know. Um, but I had the space to actually grow up around two amazing um, intuitive women. And like my aunt is very intuitive. She's a massage therapist. She'd always had like oracle cards laying around the house. She gave me my first deck of oracle cards when I was like six or seven um so I did grow up with it not that she really taught me very much she did teach me a lot about empathy um and being empathetic really is the biggest thing she's taught me in my life um but even in that space I was like I can't tell someone but that sent me on a journey and a quest to become intuitive and I've been on that journey now for nine years and I'm still learning and growing every single day but at just after that time, I ended up going back to church and I asked my priest who I grew up Catholic. My grandfather is Irish, so we, we grew up Catholic in my household and um, his opinions and beliefs about it were not very loving. Um, mm -hmm. He pretty much said to me, if you choose to walk down this path, I would much rather you not come to my services or masses. <coughs> um, and thus I never did. Um, and then when I started to wake up, I chose to stop speaking to everyone who I was speaking to in my life because we didn't actually relate. Mm. And I think that's the fear most people have. Yeah. I never thought about it, but, um, I'm really grateful for that because if I hadn't chosen just to step out and I did it really quietly, guys, don't get me wrong. I didn't even tell my parents. They knew I was going to psychic development classes, but I never told them. Like, I never was like, so I'm psychic or I'm intuitive. They just watched my journey. Um, and at the time when I finally did come out and I was like, oh, I have a podcast. And then next thing you know, someone in my family listened to it and then I had to tell them. And my extended family just pretty much told me, don't talk about it. And that's the pretext of their whole, my whole family. If you don't like something, you don't talk about it. Mm. And from that, I actually decided not to talk to them anymore. So I let go of my family because if I couldn't talk about who I am, if I couldn't talk about what excites me, if I couldn't talk about anything but sport that I've, I've gone out of my way to talk about my whole life for them, I hate sport mm. for context, um, then they didn't deserve to spend time with me. I'm really grateful that I've kept in contact with my parents and don't get me wrong, like my dad and I don't have anything to talk about because we don't talk about intuition. I hear about his job. He goes, how's your job? What's the figures like? That's, that's the question. And I go, good or bad, upside down, who knows, whatever the answer is that day. But that's okay because the amount that I've gotten out of being intuitive and having conversations and like even I realized last night I spoke to one of my best friends who knows I'm psychic and I always know when someone in his family like crosses over um I realized that I only talked to him about past lives for the first time yesterday 
Um, so you don't have to fully step out of the closet and really talk about it with people, but you want people in your life who freaking support you, no matter if you discern you're a witch and intuitive and upside down alien, it doesn't matter. Mm. Like you have to not hold space for people in your life who will not hold space for you. Otherwise you're literally wasting your time and your time is your energy and your energy is your life and your life is all you have. Yeah. I love that. You've just, I've had an awareness. Yeah. I love that process. I wish I lived. I love this. So I think that's a really good point. I mean, I don't think a lot of people realize that you don't have to come out and be like, okay, everyone, like this is everything that I am and everything that I believe and whatever, you know, obviously for me, my journey into this space was through tarot. I started reading tarot cards and you know, it's just evolved from there. I don't think my parents truly understand who I am. They know obviously that I'm psychic and they've, you know, follow me on Instagram. They don't listen to my podcasts or anything. Um, but just very recently, actually just this two weekends ago, I was um, away with my family. My sister was catching, she was, she's just moved to the UK. And one of her friends who is, she's a relatively conscious person and, and, you know, she follows me on Instagram and she said to me, we were all sitting in a room, my family included, she says like, so like, Cass, like, what are some awarenesses that you've had recently? Like, let's go deep. And I was like, fuck, like, I can't have this kind of conversation with my family usually. So I went ham, right? I went hard in with this girl. And so we talked about, you know, the concept of, you know, um, physics and metaphysics, uh, awareness, consciousness levels. Like we went, I went so deep with her. Like my family have probably never witnessed me share my opinions on the concept of reality before. And I watched my father pace around this Airbnb room, pretending not to listen, but very obviously listening. And it was a very, very interesting um, experience because he was obviously very intrigued with what I was saying, but obviously... Wow, that's so beautiful that he actually just listened. He was just listening. Like, but I know him. Like, I know when he's just listening. And he's he, was, he wasn't... First sign is if he's not on his phone, then he's listening to what you have to say. If he wasn't on his phone, he's walking around the hotel room. So that for me was actually a really beautiful moment because I obviously... I can't have these deep conversations with my family. They don't understand. But maybe you think you can't. Well, that's it. They, I'm, no one in my family has ever said, some. what are some awarenesses? What are some perceptions of reality that you have right now? Why don't you ask them? Um, that's a really great point that I could, I sorry, (laughs) sorry. I just, I was just like, maybe we should look at this like a freaking mirror. Maybe, maybe I should sit down. Actually just makes me think of my dad's Saturn return because he's about to go through his second and his is in his 12th house, which is actually going to relate to probably some of this stuff from the little bit of research I've done. Um, so anyways, total divergent there, but the point is your family or people around you they don't need to understand everything that you are or believe you know don't feel like you need to come out and lay it all on the table if you don't think they're going to accept it you're not hiding anything from them but the thing is like don't expect them to completely understand or jump for joy joy. and they don't want to listen they don't need to yeah. Like they don't need to understand or jump for joy. 
and um, you know my, my family love and support me but they don't probably completely understand me and that's that's okay yeah and I think the biggest thing like even in that awareness with cats is like if you don't ask you actually never know mm. or if you don't tell you'll never see yeah and you'll either sit there waiting your whole life to wait and see who actually loves you and loves you unconditionally no matter what you think believe or act upon or you're just sitting around a table with people who are pretending to like you for who you perceive to be right now yeah and i mean look if we hadn't have come out of the spiritual closet we never would have met yeah 100 so that's it like there might be people in your life who won't accept you and that's okay and that's a fucking blessing if someone goes to you like nah nah like i don't want to hear it Baby girl, fucking walk in the other direction. Bye. Because you are a gift to this earth. And if they are that closed-minded, then what are they getting out of you? What Mm. are they taking from you? Is it just your time and energy and your life? Or is it something deeper than that? And there's a good chance they're still going to be following along with your journey in some space. They just, um, you know, they, they might not want to be completely in the front row but i can guarantee you they're still going to be following along and there's going to be some type of soul contract that the two of you like i said my dad for instance i can guarantee you that what he is about to experience in his satin return is that he's probably going to start because he's very closed off to what i have to say i've got him into crystals guys don't get me wrong wow he, that's even an achievement i, I know that's huge he wears a hematite every day and then he knows for a fact that it has changed his life so i would like to stop you there <laughs> You just said your dad's pretty closed off. Yeah, but that, I'm working me, there. in my life, Cass, is yeah. completely fucking open. Yeah, okay. So he's not as closed off as your dad. Okay. In, in, in comparison, he's actually not that closed off. I'm definitely working on that. But I'm also not trying to force my beliefs on him. Because nothing's worse when someone knocks at your door and mm-hmm. it's a door knocker exactly and i think that's the big thing and maybe that's why a lot of people you know get really afraid in this space is that they think they have to be the door knocker they have to you know come out to everyone and go guys here's my beliefs and if you don't believe me and support me then i need you out of my life but that does not need to be the case yeah and i think there's so many empaths that do this and they're like oh my gosh i was broken and now like i've really learned how to ground and like center and bring in my energy and then they're like i need to teach everyone and i'm like mm. it's a very common thing because when you're an empath you are at a low level right don't mean to make that sound narcissistic or bad but generally empaths feel hurt and so they project that out onto the world yeah and they're not realizing they're actually just at a point to heal themselves so make sure that if you're at that level you don't need to help everyone just start with you sorry no no, no. But, and i think this really is leads into the whole point of all this is the fact that like it this 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 is for you right the more that you just work on you heal you and like i kind of said from the beginning with with my story about me just getting you know being myself is like look at the impact that i had on someone who when i first put out my carry cards the look on his face was like what financial institution did I just get fucking employed at when my bank manager reads tarot cards <laughs> at 10 a.m. in the morning right and so but I wasn't afraid to just continue I wasn't trying to change anyone I was just trying to have fun and, and bring my special essence into the world and through that 
look at the change that that has not only had in my life, but in those, I mean, I can guarantee you, um, not just him, but other people that I worked with were influenced by me just doing that small, simple thing of me just wanting to have a bit of fun at work. And you just pointed out something really important that I just want to bring to everyone's attention. Intuition is meant to be fun. Mm. And so many people, because we actually live in a really serious world, like um, you have to know what you're doing when you're 18 and you must make mm. all the good choices and put all the money in the bank account and you must be a soldier and go off to work and you must do this and you must do that, right? Intuition is actually the opposite of being serious. Mm. Like, actually, this morning I woke up and said to Cass, I was like, I think I'm only so loving because, like, I connect with my guides every day and they just hug me and tell me things are cool and that I should just have fun today. Yeah. And, like, to them, this is all just some fucking, like, hologram mm -hmm. that we're just meant to grow and evolve and have fun and we're just children. No matter if you're 90 or 1, you're just a child compared to the intelligence of our guides. So, yeah, have fun. Have fun with all of this. I mean, I know that's, you know, what we actively try and do every day. And I know for me, that's really how I got into this, into this space was just trying to have fun. You know, I will forever be grateful of the fact that I had people in my life then who I would always carry my tarot cards with me. And whenever something was going wrong in their life, they would come into my office or send me a message if I didn't actually work with them. And they'd be like, oh my God, this is happening. Like, can you pull some cards for me? And that was fun. And that was me continuing to feel safe within this space that I could be who I was, even though at the time I felt so disjointed from who I knew I was supposed to be. And I think that's where a lot of people become unstuck. They're like, I know that I'm supposed to be X, Y, and Z, but right now, like my current reality isn't reflecting that. And so yeah. if you can like, just bring some essence of who you know you're supposed to be into your day today, despite your external reality, maybe not like suiting that, then tomorrow you probably going to get one step closer yeah and really do focus on the fact that if you are just struggling to exist mm. it's not an external issue it's an internal issue like you you don't people who like there is this whole concept of the wounded healer right mm -hmm. I just really want to talk about this archetype it is an archetype I draw this concept in a lot in my life and I witness it play out um, quite a lot through the last two years of being in business. The wounded healer is someone who is wounded but feels that they will only feel good when they heal others or fix a situation or something else. And I just want you to pay attention. If this is you, then all you must do to fix this archetype is to realize you are your own main character and you deserve to feel good, have fun, have money, have wealth, have power and just exist within yourself as a powerful soul-led human. Mm, I want to relate this to two different aspects. Oh yeah, I love to. One, um, the wounded healer is the um, asteroid Chiron in astrology, which is currently retrograde. So if you feel like, I mean, absolutely yes, let's just talk about what Gabs was talking about there for a second. Many people in this space heal themselves a little bit and go, holy fuck. I've just changed my life and what they do and what a lot of people struggle with is go, 
hey, everyone in my life, I fixed myself, so you need to fix yourself too. And that is the absolute worst thing that you can do. So right now in your life, speaking of the, the wounded healer, like I said, Chiron is retrograde. So whatever house you have Aries in, in your astrological chart, if you don't know, send me a message. I will look for you. I'm totally happy to do that. That area of your life is going to have a shit ton of wounds coming up. Okay, but the other aspect of this that really came to mind then as well is the Hermit card in astrology. Now, mm-hmm. not in astrology, in tarot. Yeah. It is the it is the um, it is often called the wounded healer. But the point is, the Hermit is supposed to heal themselves before they go out and heal others. And again, this relates to I think what I said at the very beginning of this: when you do your thing. When you either share your own magic from a space of love or you heal yourself, the ripple effect that that has throughout your life and through the collective consciousness is so much more fucking powerful than you learning a few little tools and coming out and going, everyone, I've fixed myself, so let me fix you too. Yeah. And I think something really important I want to talk about is um, like Gandhi and Jesus Mm. and Muhammad and all of these amazing teachers and they all were enlightened. Mm-hmm. They all knew that they were exactly where they were meant to be. They were doing what they were meant to do. They had complete universal faith. Mm-hmm. Enlightenment net isn't about being intuitive. Mm. I'd really like to point that out because I think it's become a really blurry topic of late that people be like, once I'm intuitive, I'm going to be amazing. Mm. Well, I'm still waiting for amazing. Yeah. But, um, you know, like, you have to become enlightened. And to go on that journey is actually the journey of getting to know yourself so you can sit down, meditate, and connect deeply with the divine, not ask your guide, oh, my goodness, what's happening tomorrow? Tomorrow's Tuesday. Could you just let me know? Um, That's a very big difference. Yeah. Well, I mean, enlightenment really is the realization that you don't exist. That is that you are just part of the collective consciousness. That is ultimately letting go of the ego. And that means really accepting the fact that, you know, you and your guides are kind of the same. That's really deep, but that's a very deep concept that I don't want to dive into now. Yeah, maybe we'll wrap this episode up. We are at 30 minutes and she's going to... Look, it's currently 9am on a Monday morning, 10am 10 10 on a Monday morning, and we've already gone too deep for our own happiness, but these are the kind of conversations we have on a daily freaking basis, so if you ever wonder what the meaning of life is and you would like to have a conversation about it, please message us, because that is all we talk about. Literally all we talk about. But, uh, yeah. anyways, what's happening in your world before we run off? Well, I am going to be running a masterclass on Saturn Return, speaking of, uh, which I might have the link ready for by the time this pod, with the time this episode comes out. I'm going to make it happen. So have a look in the show notes, we'll have a date um, set. And so basically what I'm going to be doing is taking you through how to understand your Saturn Return so that you know when it is or when it was what house it's in, what degrees Saturn was in, um, and just looking at what different things might be sort of playing out in your life, just so you can either know what to expect or you can reflect back on what happened 
during your Saturn return so you can get prepared. They happen every 27 to 29 years. So if you're already past the age of, age of 30 and you're like, fuck yeah, I'm out of this shit. Ha, wrong. You've got another one or potentially two coming up in your life. So I'm very excited because that's something that I get asked about a lot because I obviously talk about it quite heavily because I'm in the midst of mine. So I will have the details for that. And yeah, just, you know, my usual tarot reading, psycho reading, psycho, psychic readings, human design readings, all of that on my website. Um, that's me. What about you? Um, well, your start return, um, Masterclass Game of Goosebumps. I'm sorry. It's going to be epic. I'm okay. so excited. We need to turn it down because my whole sorry. body now has goosebumps. So they're called, also called truth bumps. <laughs> you didn't know. Um, when I was first becoming intuitive, I used to call myself a human lie detector. Because mm. <laughs> I don't know if someone was yeah. telling the truth because I get goosebumps. That's a really good point. I don't get those very much anymore. Anyways, um, what's happening in my world? Mm. I have a masterclass um, on the 13th of August mm -hmm. all around like the concepts of what it's like to actually be the healer, the leader mm. in this spiritual space. So if you have your Reiki certification and you want to step out as a healer or you're a reader or you're an intuitive, but you feel like you have imposter syndrome around actually stepping up and stepping out this is the fucking masterclass for you no matter if you're already a healer and leader or you want to be mm. please come to these masterclasses um actually until i'll make it thursday prices are only 77 dollars. they're rising in price the closer we get to the workshop because it is going to be freaking potent um, other things that are happening in my realm is I have one space left for business coaching for those who want to hit six figures as the healer, the coach, the leader, the intuitive. Um, I also am just about to release um, the enrollment for mm. my nine month mentorship, which really is training in regards to becoming a psychic. So you learn psychic healing, psychic reading, Reiki 1, Reiki 2, how to read the records, and just how to be an all-round healer and teacher. So that runs over nine months. It's a really in-depth course. No one runs anything like it in the world. Mm -hmm. um, so if you really do want to step out, learn about yourself, and I actually teach this through the lens of making sure you heal your own wounds as we go along this process so you don't step out as a wounded healer. You stepped out as embody healer, coach, and freaking amazing leader who's ready to make impact and income. So that's really exciting that enrollment starting for that. Um, what else is happening in my realm? Oh, Cacao, if you mm -hmm. want to follow my cacao journey, I've started a second business. If you didn't know, it's called Your Sacred Ritual mm -hmm. um, on Insta. We're literally, I'm so excited today. The packaging is getting printed. Um, everything's happening. We journeyed on it last night. We're going to mm -hmm. record a podcast about our journey on what's real cacao and what's clearly not because we drink a lot of cacao and yeah, the shit I found is potent. Last night was, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. speechless. There's been a lot shift in our life in the last 12 hours from that cup of cacao. Yeah, it was wild. Anyways, so we're going to talk about that in an episode podcast. But I hope you guys have the best week. Stay magical, stay intuitive, and mm. we will catch you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>